Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. How are you today? I want you to answer that by saying that you are fantastic or amazing or um, I used to have a dear colleague who would always say extra good. Um, And the reason I say that is that, you know, we all want to say fine. And, you know, that's just sort of the pat answer. How are you? Fine. Great. You know, good. Whatever. Um, It's just so boring to be fine. I mean, it's fine really what you're going for in life. I want you to be amazing. Um, Or fantastic. I think that's what I usually say is fantastic. So I hope that you are fantastic, which is a choice, which is a choice. You can choose to be fantastic today regardless of your circumstances. So what's going on this month? This month we're talking about starting, changing careers, continuing your career, just kind of that process, that journey. And today I want to talk about job satisfaction or more specifically job dissatisfaction and how to figure out what the problem is and what you can do about it. So I have, over the course of my career, had a fair number of clients who've come to me who are very unhappy in their job, but they're not sure whether they're unhappy with just this specific job or if they need to make a career change. So everything's gotten kind of muddied. They're confused and just unhappy, and they don't really know how to sort that out. So they come to me for help with that. And so for many, many years, I've said the same thing to clients back when I was in higher education and I was working with college career services, I was talking to college students, and now in my my private practice, I say, look, you've got two options. If you're unhappy at work, you change your circumstances or you change your attitude or your thoughts about that circumstance. And so today I want to really specifically focus on if you are unhappy with your circumstance and you want to make changes to your circumstance. Now, if you love your job and you're happy, this is not going to be the most useful um, podcast for you, but I think that there's benefit to it because at some point you're going to be unhappy, I promise you. Sorry, but I promise you're going to be unhappy in your in your job, and your career at some point, or you may be able to help someone in your life who is unhappy because I don't think that most of us could throw a rock in our personal life without hitting someone we know and love who is unhappy at work. Um I have one in my family right now that I'm working with um, in in a professional capacity because he's very unhappy with his current job. First of all, kind of define what we're talking about here. So we're talking about two things. We're talking about jobs and careers. So what is a career? Your career is kind of that overarching field that you're in, and then you have a job within that career field. And for most of us, we're going to change careers five or six times in our life, And we're going to change jobs 10 or 12 times. So if you do the math on that, that means that you're going to probably have maybe two or three jobs within a career field before you switch. So also what that ought to tell you is that you are likely to make a significant number of career shifts in your life. Um, And I think as I go through my career and as I kind of did the math on it, I think I changed career fields about once every decade. And then I don't change jobs very often, so I think I change jobs about every time I change a career field. Um, but typically, you're going to have two or three jobs within that career field. So let me give you some examples. So accounting is a career field, but you could be a tax accountant. You could be a certified public accountant, a CPA. You could be an auditor. Those are all jobs within the career field of accounting. Supply chain management is a career field. 
You could be a customer service manager, which is often an entry-level point for supply chain. You could be a distribution clerk. You could be a procurement analyst, so like a buying person. Those are all jobs in the supply chain management field. Marketing is a career field. Marketing coordinator, public relations coordinator, and product manager are all jobs in the marketing career field. So hopefully that kind of gives you an idea of what we're talking about. Because one of the things that's going to happen here is I'm going to ask you some questions, and one of them is to identify the career field that you're in. And so if you haven't thought about it in this way, that's going to be one of the things I'm going to ask you to do. So hopefully this is kind of giving you the idea. So the question here that we want to answer today is how to figure out what's wrong with your current job. So what I recommend for these questions, and they're going to be in the show notes, so you don't have to write them down, especially if you're trying to drive, don't write them down while I ask them. I will, I will repeat each question at least one time, but just know that they're in the show notes, so if you want to link to that, you can get the questions there. I recommend that you journal this. I recommend that you spend a fair amount of time on this. If this is something you're serious about, if there is a significant amount of dissatisfaction in your current job, this is going to be well worth your time to kind of suss out what's going on with you and what do you want to do about it, right? It's not just enough to identify the problem. We want to figure out where do we go with that knowledge, right? So I recommend that you journal. I recommend that you spend some time and go deep with each of these questions because the insights that you're going to get are going to be well worth the time spent. I also recommend that you don't try to do this in one sitting. So, you know, put it down and pick it back up a couple times. Put it down, go to new questions, put it down, come back to it and see what you wrote before and see if you want to add anything. I also think it's a really great idea to share your journaling with someone that you trust and love who is very close to you. So it could be a parent, a sibling, a significant other. But someone who knows you well enough to look at that information and see if maybe there are some blind spots, some things you didn't address, maybe you just weren't honest in a question and they know they want to challenge you a little bit on, on you know, that your answer to a particular question. Um, so I do recommend that you write these answers down. So I'm going to divide these questions into two parts. And one is questions about your current job and then the next section will be current, uh, questions about your current career. Because again, we're trying to figure out, is this a job issue or is this a career path issue? Am I in the right career, but just the wrong job? Or do I want to change careers? So here are the questions about your current job. And I'm going to kind of narrate these as I go through with kind of what my thought process is in asking this question. So the first question in the current job category, number one, what do I love about my current job and why do I love those things? So I really want you to start from a place of positivity here because I can't imagine anyone who has, having stayed in a job, that there's absolutely nothing that they love about it. So I want you to get granular with, are there tasks that you love to do? Do you love um, maybe some of the people at least that you work with. What about your boss? What about your boss's boss? What about the work environment, the physical environment? Does the job allow flexibility? Whatever it is that you love about it, I really want you to get clear on the good stuff first. So that's question number one. What do I love about my current job and why do I love those things? Number two, what percentage of my work week is spent doing or being around the things I listed in number one? So then the next thing, after you figured out what you love about that job, I want you to really assess sort of how much of the time do I get to do 
that thing that I love to do or get to be around that person that I really like or get to take advantage of the physical environment that I really love, whatever it is that you put in number one, how prevalent is that in your kind of day-to-day work week? So number two is what percentage of my work week is spent doing or being around the things I listed in number one, so those things that I love. All right, so that's number one and two. Number three, what motivated skills do I possess that aren't being used in my current job? So as a refresher, I've talked about motivated skills before. If you want to go deep with this, I recommend that you go back to the podcast called Motivated Skills or something along those lines. It would have been a couple of months ago. Motivated skills are at the intersection of the things that you're very good at and love to do. You get a great deal of enjoyment out of doing them. We all have skills in our kind of arsenal that we're very good at, but we do not enjoy doing them. Those are called burnout skills. That's not what we're talking about. We want to talk about those skills that you are very good at and love doing. Get a great deal of satisfaction out. So I want to, in question number three, I want to identify the motivated skills that you have that aren't being utilized in your current job. So number three, what motivated skills do I possess that aren't being used in my current job? Number four, on a scale of one to five with one equaling not at all possible and five equaling totally possible, what is the opportunity for me to use the motivated skills I listed in number three in my current job? So what I want you to do here is score each motivated skill separately. So I've asked you to you know, list them individually in question number three. Now in number four, I want you to list them individually again, and I want you to rank them. So is there, a, is there absolutely no possibility that you could see any way that you could use that skill in your current job? That's the number one. Number five is, I could totally do it. Why am I not doing it? Let's get going on that right away. So a scale of one to five. So what we're really doing here now is we're identifying perhaps the areas that are lacking in your job that are perhaps contributing to the dissatisfaction. If it is a skills issue, if there's, I think of skills as kind of being an itch that needs to be scratched, right? You have this motivated skill. It's motivating for you to use that thing and you're not using it. Ergo, you're not being as motivated as you can. You're not as motivated as you could be. So what we're doing here, number four, is we're looking at what's the potential to bring those motivated skills in. You know, could you have a conversation with your boss? Is it just simply a matter of you taking the initiative to bring that skill into the workplace, or is there just absolutely no chance that you could? So number four, on a scale of one to five, with one equaling not at all possible, and number five equaling totally possible. What is the opportunity for me to use the motivated skills I listed in number three in my current job? You're going to score each motivated skill separately and explain your rating for each. All right, question number five. If I were to reconfigure my current job, what two to three changes would I make? So this can encompass job duties, uh, you know, either adding job duties, eliminating job duties. It could be the work environment. Um, it could be your manager style, you know, something about your boss, something about your coworkers. It could be your commute. It could be anything. What two? To, I want you to limit it. So kind of pick the two to three top ones. What are, if I were to reconfigure my current job? So let's just assume that I'm, I've got to stay here, and, and and you probably do for the time being, even if you decide to make a job change. You're, you're there for now. So what two to three changes would I make if I could reconfigure my current job? 
Number six, one year from now, this is a great question. One year from now, here is what I would like my work life to look like. And I want you to describe this in as much detail as possible. So I want you to get really granular with what does your work day look like? What does your work week look like? What is the physical environment? What are the work duties? Um, anything that you, anything that comes up for you. This one's really one to spend time with and just sit and be present with this question. I like this question for you to come back to it later and see what you might want to add. So the question again is one year from now, here is what I would like my work life to look like in as much detail as possible. And then the final question in this section, on a scale of one to five with one equaling no similarity whatsoever and number five equaling completely similar, how well does my current job fit with the description that I created in number six? So basically what we're saying at, at number one, we're saying, when I think about my ideal job and where I want to be a year from now, it doesn't look anything like what I'm currently experiencing. Number five, I, it looks exactly like it. Really, and I, I doubt that anybody who will go through this activity, just FYI, I doubt seriously that anybody would score their current job as a five because the whole topic is about job dissatisfaction. But we are going to come back to that ranking a little while later. So one to five is what you want to give yourself. So on a scale of one to five with one equaling no similarity whatsoever and number five equaling completely similar, how well does my current job fit with my description in number six? All right, so those are the questions about your current job. Now I want to ask you some questions about your career field. So again, it, you want to think about what is that overarching career field. Sometimes it has to do with you can kind of look at what you majored in in college. You know, what was the name of the major in college? Um, for others, that doesn't work. But that overarching career field, marketing, education, nursing, uh, medicine, whatever it is. All right, so here are your seven questions for your career field. Number one, the career field I am in and the reason I chose that field. So what's the career field that I'm in? And why did I choose to enter this career field? Number two, on a scale of one to five with one doesn't fit at all and number five equals perfect fit, how well does my current job fit into my career field? So I've got this field and let me just say for some of you, number one is going to be a booger for you to answer. So you're going to be lost as to the career field and that may be the problem that maybe there's no sort of master plan going on here. I just picked a job at random because they offered it to me. It doesn't make any sense. I can't figure out what career field this is. There's the problem right there. There's big red flag. But let's say that there is some sort of plan in play. Number Question number two is on a scale of one to five with one doesn't fit at all. And number five equals perfect fit. How well does this current job I'm in fit into my career field? Does it make sense? Is it a logical stepping stone in the career field that I've chosen? Number three. What would be the next logical step in my current career field? So think about, and this is something you could actually, if you don't know the answer to, do some Googling and figure out where do you go typically. You might be able to identify kind of what the next step would be in your current employer. What would you do as the next step in your career field? Maybe there is no next step in your career field, and that's the problem. I don't know. You have to figure that out. But what would the next logical step be in my current field? That's Question number three. Now, question number four. On a scale of one to five with one being not at all exciting and number five equals complete excitement, 
how thrilled am I with the prospect of that next logical step? So when I've identified what the next logical step in my career field would be, what what is my level of excitement about that? Does that interest me? Does that does that stimulate me? Number one is I'm not at all excited in that. I can't I can't get on board with it. It just sounds terrible. Number five is I'm really super excited about that. Number five, do I fantasize about a different career field? And I want you to describe that in as much detail as possible. Give it a name if you can. Talk about the job duties that you would do. Talk about maybe some of the jobs within that career field. But I really want you to fantasize on this one. And here's the thing. Some of you may not be able to, you're not at all satisfied with the career field you're in, but you haven't allowed yourself to fantasize about a different career field. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more later, but understand that some of you will get really stuck on question number five. Do I fantasize about a different career field? And if so, please describe in as much detail as possible. That's number five. Number six, what perceived barriers do I think there are in pursuing that different career field? So when I think about that career field that excites me, assuming that you can think of something, what comes up for you in terms of potential barriers to that field? Um, and then how difficult do those perceived barriers seem to be to overcome? Right? So is there an educational barrier? Is there an experience barrier? Is there a geographic barrier? Is there a skill set barrier? And how could I overcome those barriers? Do I want to overcome those barriers? How difficult would it be to overcome those barriers? I want all of that to go into that question. So again, number six is, what perceived barriers do, th do I think there are in pursuing that different career field? And how difficult do those perceived barriers seem to be to overcome? Number seven, on a scale of one to five with one equaling not at all interested at this time and number five equaling exceptionally interested at this time, how interested am I in pursuing that new career field? So here's where you're going to really look at, okay, here's what I'm thinking of. I'm fantasizing about this career field. Here are the barriers that came up for me. I've kind of looked at them individually and assessed how much of a barrier they really are, and now I'm going to say, is this something I want to pursue? Am I ready to move forward now? Which would be a five. I'm exceptionally interested at this time. Is this a number one? Because for whatever reason, even though I've identified this fantasy field and it's not the one I'm in, at this time, I'm not at all interested in pursuing that. That's a, that's a one. So on a scale of one to five, with one equaling not at all interested at this time, and number five, equaling exceptionally interested at this time, how interested am I in pursuing that career field? So again, journal your answers, get some feedback from people who are important to you, whose opinion matters, and um, take some time with this. Really go deep with this. The deeper that you're willing to go, the more beneficial it will be. If you just give one-line answers, you're going to get kind of a one-line you know, response uh, from yourself and kind of one-line insights. All right, so let's talk about what to do with this self-knowledge. So really the way that I set this up is that the answers to questions number seven in both sections about your job and about your career are really going to be giving you the answers you need. So if in that first session, section, question number seven was on a scale of one to five with one equaling no similarity whatsoever and number five equaling completely similar, how well does my current job fit with my description of how I want my life to look, my work life to look a year from now, 
right? So if you scored a one or a two, you're basically saying there's very little similarity between what I'm doing now in my job and what I would like to be doing a year from now. So that really tells me that it's time for you to think about a job search. What's important here is that you when you decide that, if you, if you look at your numbers, you look at your answers in the first section and you decide job change for sure, you wanna make a plan to do it. I recommend always that you meet with a professional. Of course, I have a strong bias for that because it's what I do for a living and I see the benefits that it gives my clients over and over again. And a, and a professional can help you map out that plan to make that job change. What's What I really don't want you to do is sit on this newfound knowledge. Well, now I've verified that my job is the problem. I really want to make a job change. I know exactly what I want my life to look like in a year. So let me do nothing about it so that a year from now when I pick this paper back up, I will be so unhappy with myself and dissatisfied with my decision to remain in unhappiness and remain in my current circumstance. So we're going to really move forward if that's what you have identified. Now, in the second section, if you scored more than a three on that seventh question, then I want you to think about a career shift. So again, that question was on a scale of one to five with one equaling not at all interested at this time and five equaling exceptionally interested at this time, how interested am I in pursuing that career field? So here's where you've pretty much said, hey, I know what career field I wanna go into. It's not the one I'm in. I'm super interested in pursuing it at this time. So now it's time to move forward. So you definitely wanna work with a professional like myself if you wanna make a career shift because here's the thing, you, even if you identified exactly what you want to go into, for most people, for virtually everyone who isn't a, a professional career coach and, and resume writer, it's going to be very difficult for you to look at your skill set, your experiences, and all of your achievements and figure out how do I position them to make them appealing for this career shift that, that I'm going to make. So you really having that professional unbiased viewpoint is going to be super helpful in this um, process. So... It's also possible that you scored low in the first section, you were really dissatisfied with your current career field, but you don't have any idea when you got to that second section, it was very difficult for you to fantasize and think about an alternative. So you know that you want a career field change, you have no idea to what. Then you definitely need to work with a qualified career coach such as myself to suss that out. In my case, we do an interest assessment, we do a personality assessment, and we do coaching sessions around that. And so what my clients walk away from, and, and most professional career coaches will do the same kind of thing, use different tools and, and have a different kind of format. But, but what we want to walk away from those sessions with is not only this newfound knowledge, here's Here's what I know about myself. Here's how that relates to career choices. Here's the career choice that I'm going to make based on this newfound information. And then here are the action steps I'm going to take to move into that new career field. So it's, a, it's not just here's what I know about myself. It's here's what I know about myself and here's what I'm going to do with that information. Here's my strategy. So I really can't overstate the importance of taking action with any of this. So if you discovered and kind of honed in on what your area of dissatisfaction is, now it's time to get off the couch and get moving forward with this so that a year from now you're not in exactly the same place and, and probably, you know, 10 times more unhappy than you were when you, when you first heard all of this and did this work. 
Again, reach out to me. Ask me questions in the comment box. Hey, rate, review, and subscribe by the by. Love to hear from you guys. And you can always email me at lisa, L-E-S-A, at exclusivecareercoaching.com. Think about your job dissatisfaction and uh, let me know what you figure out. Talk to you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.